Hello, everyone. This is Justin Alleman with your first-ever Heritage Ag Solutions podcast here in Monmouth, Illinois. Heritage Ag Solutions is a three-person team of Golden Harvest Seed Advisors. In addition to myself, we have Nathan Deffenbaugh and Josh Dean. You can find us on Facebook by searching Heritage Ag Solutions or stop by and see us in person at the old Monmouth Feed Mill at 602 West 4th Avenue, or you can always give me a call at 309-337-9081. It is our plan to release these episodes on a regular or semi-regular basis. Even if you're not a producer that plants Golden Harvest, we hope the content will be beneficial to your farming operation, because we will plan on talking about agronomy, markets, ag policy, and even local news and events. For our first episode here, we were fortunate to have the opportunity to speak with Stephanie Porter, who is the Golden Harvest Soybean Product Manager. In our conversation, we talk about E3 beans, seed treatments, and what the future of Golden Harvest beans might look like. Here it is. So you're actually, you're my, you're my first interview. No, I'm not. Are you kidding me? No. Well, see, I, I recognize your name from Twitter and some of these other training sessions and stuff, and we're literally just getting this whole podcast thing off the ground. Stephanie, what would be your position at Golden Harvest, and how long have you been with the company? Okay. So um, I am currently the Golden Harvest Soybean Product Manager, and I have been with the company uh, for um, almost three years. Um I started out as an agronomist, and so was uh, did that for a year or so, and then uh, moved on to be product manager here. Okay, excellent. So, as we took a look at specifically like our soybean lineup, and um, even within that dial in on our E3 soybeans that Golden Harvest has to offer, um, there might be some growers out there that are unfamiliar with E3 beans. Can you fill us in a little bit? Like, what does that E and the 3 even mean? What does that represent? Okay, yeah. So, it is uh, means that there are three herbicide traits or, uh, that the, the soybean is resistant to. So, um, you can spray on top of it uh, Roundup, Liberty, or 2,4-D. So, not necessarily the 2,4-D herbicide, though. That would be... The special, you would have to have the Enlist Duo or Enlist One to spray over the top of it. Um, but uh, a lot of people like to use the Enlist One, I know, and um, because they can uh, mix it with Liberty. Okay. So how long have these E3 beans been around? Are they new to the marketplace, or have we had them on the scene for a while? Yeah. So they are fairly new to the marketplace. Uh, we've had them in our lineup now going on. This will be our second sales season of around or sorry of uh, the e3 okay so um how do they do performance wise have they stood right up there in plots comparing to previous beans that guys have grown yes so uh yeah uh we have our own um we have awesome breeders of course and um some of these that we bring products we bring into our lineup go through in extensive testing and I think I was just talking about that this week um, that's I think one of the many things that sets us apart from the other competition is that not only our breeders but also um, when we bring products into the lineup how they're tested and how we evaluate them for disease and so not every company does that the same way and so they get uh, rigorously tested and so 
we uh, want to make sure we get our agronomics correctly and also placement. So um, I think that uh, we've really put these to the test and the I know the ones that are in your lineup are some of our best E3 products. Awesome. That's that's exciting um, because the E3 trait does offer growers uh, flexibility and choice that they might not have with other trait packages. Can you kind of uh, walk us through that and how my E3s give guys that advantage? So I think it gives you flexibility and that you can use a lot of different herbicides. Um, you don't necessarily have a cutoff date that you have to worry about um, with certain herbicides, like other herbicides. Um, sometimes some of the herbicides come with a little baggage um, and we want to make sure that we don't have any off-target movement and so uh, you know we have to follow the label of course but for the most of cases uh, that uh, Enlist, Enlist Duo seems to stay put um, and so those are just a couple of the many different uh, benefits of using the Enlist D3s herbicide system. Sure. So that was uh, another question I was going to follow up with. Do E3 growers need to be careful of drift um, getting into non-E3 traded beans? Yeah, I mean, it still can happen. I'm not going to say it can't, but um, we, as long as you follow the label, um, I know I uh, we just had some testimonials done. Those will be coming out soon. And uh, one of the testimonials was he actually, you know, we don't recommend this, but he sprayed his Enlist, um, Enlist herbicide into a conventional beans. And, and it stayed, it just seemed to stay right there. It didn't drift over. And time and time again, you know, as long as you follow the label, of course, um, and make sure you don't, you know, spray it on a windy day, for example. Um, for the most part, from what I've seen, um, and um, if, if you stray right close up to beans that don't have that 2,4-D trait, they seem to be fine. Great. So there's not necessarily as much concern compared to some other um, herbicides, um, but you're saying stick with the label and, you know, just kind of be mindful of that and there seems to be no issue. Right. Exactly. Great. Um, So looking at specifically some of the numbers that we have in our lineup, it seems like we've heard the number 3582 quite a bit uh, in this area. Do you have any information on that number and maybe some other numbers that you'd like to highlight? Yes, so the 3582 is definitely the favorite this year, and not just in your area, but across all of the Golden Harvest lineup. Um, you know, from east to west, that one really, uh, it really rang the bell this year. And so that is one of our, I think, I said it yesterday, uh, one of our, I think, is going to be our top post forecasted bean. And a lot of people are asking for that one. Um, some of the other ones, there are so many different ones. Um, I don't know how late you go in maturity, but there's a lot of uh, ones that are, there's a 3-3, so 3 3 e 3 is good. Um, I also like the 3152 E3. Um, the other popular one we have would be uh, the GH2818 E3. Yep. So um, here in the Monmouth, Illinois area, you know, you would maybe see some 2.8 beans and potentially all the way up to 3.7s. Um, so, okay. the, you know, the 3.5 is kind of the sweet spot, but there definitely might be some guys that would go shorter on that if they're wanting to get an early start. Um, and that type of thing. So, um, but we also 
and just to add in, we do have the 3759 um, that a lot of people like as well. Okay, great, great. So any other thoughts on the beans themselves? Uh, other, otherwise, we might turn to some of the treatments that we have here at Golden Harvest and how um, they affect. But if you've got any thoughts on soybeans, go ahead and fill us in. We'd love to hear them. No, I think I think that's a good lead-in. Um, as we go into the 2021 season, uh, you know, people think about yield, first off. They want to be in the yields, and we have that. And then their weed management system, of course. We've talked about that uh it works and it, it's flexible. And I guess next off would be on some of these beans, and I, a lot of people use seed treatments. Um, and one of the reasons uh, is maybe to help a little bit with that SDS score in some of the, the uh, varieties. And so that would be some of the ones that we would recommend Saltro on uh, along with their, their seed treatment. Okay, so Saltro is fairly new, if I understand that correctly. So tell us a little bit about Saltro and its benefits and what it, like you said, protects against SDS. Yes, so it's probably one of the top-selling products from Syngenta. It took off really quickly, um, and a lot of people were excited about it. Uh, Golden Harvest was lucky enough to put out a lot of trials this year, side-by-sides within our FEP plot. So we gathered a lot of data, and they are compiling that data right now. And actually, uh, they have a brand-new Saltro website. So eventually, I hope to share with you guys that we'll have that data available. But um, I have been told that it's very positive. Um, I know we didn't have a lot of SDS pressure. I would love to see results. I don't want to have SDS, but I would love to see, you know, some more results in in the coming years, perhaps with a little bit heavier disease pressure. But overall, I think that it's a product where you you really wanted to get it out there. People wanted to use it and and try it, and and, uh, they saw good results with it. As in, um, you know, a yield bump um, to help pay for it. Sure. Yeah. So as, as we're looking at uh, seed treatments, we have Saltro, but then uh, Golden Harvest also offers Cruiser Max Vibrance. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit and what, what that does for the soybean plant or the seed? Sure. Sure. So, you know, first off, it would be to provide protection for those early season diseases. So whether that the Pythium um, or the Vibrance part would um, have some protection against the Rhizoctonia. Um, so many of those early season diseases, uh, it'll help protect against those. It also have an insecticide with it um, to help protect it against those early season um, insects. But the other thing that I, cool thing that uh, I like to remember to talk about is it kind of has this growth effect. Uh, they call it the vigor effect, um, where it's kind of a bonus to your insecticide where it helps kind of boost the, the plant along a little bit and you can see those um, with those with and without the seed treatment on it. Um, and I think the other thing, and I was reminded of this yesterday when we had, I listened to all our, our testimonials on why people grow E3 and they would add in a lot of seed treatment um, comments. And the other thing is, is uh, it's really good coverage. It doesn't build up in, in the planter. Um, it reduces dust off and it just kind of flows right through the planter, and that, that's a big deal. I mean, um, we have a great big new facility to help test these seed treatments out, and that's one of the main things they do. They, they make sure that, A, these, the mixture will mix correctly, 
and not, you know, clump up anywhere. And then they want to make sure that it's good plantability as well. Great. Yeah. So that's that's a good piece of information to know that you're not going to have any problems as you're running it through the planter. And, you know, when time is of the essence, it's not going to, you know, hamper progress any. Um, so for guys looking for that top end yield, you know, we've, we've got Cruiser Max Vibrance, the Saltro SDS protection, and then um, it's all about placing placing the right bean on the right acre and doing everything you can to help uh, put on nodes, fill the pods, things like that, right? Yeah, yes, and I guess the next thing that kind of we can uh, go into would be uh, many people use seed treatments because they're planting earlier than ever, uh, especially, I think, in, in Illinois. Uh, not that they're not doing it in other states, but uh, more people are using seed treatment and more and more people are planting earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, as, I, as I've been visiting with guys this fall, you hear that more and more, that you know if they're planting corn, they're ready to plant beans as well. You know, The early planted beans have just really helped push top-end yield. Now, yeah. if guys are planting earlier than maybe we did five years ago or so, does that make our seed treatments even more important? I think so, because we are really pushing it. Um, a lot of people are planting beans or before corn or maybe at the same time as corn, and we are just planting more and more into those cooler, wet conditions. Perhaps they're not wet at the time, but afterwards, uh, we could get a lot of moisture after it's planted. And so it's just a, a good, I like to call insurance policy, uh, to put around that seed to help protect it up into a certain date. Sure, makes total sense. As you look to, um, say, 2021 and beyond to even 2022, because I'm sure in, in your position you're always planning ahead, what are you uh, the most excited about? Yeah, this is uh, going to be fun this coming year. Uh, this is the question I want everybody to ask. And I didn't tell you to ask me, but um, so this is the week that we just started to launch our 2022 uh, products and to just the, the districts. And so the rep, like your rep, Jason, and we are talking with them and we are planning for our lineup, but we have uh, a lot of new products and that is because we're bringing out not necessarily new traits or new genetics but new traits so we're going to have uh, start launching our own proprietary enlist e3 products as well as our own proprietary extensflex so it's really exciting and i'm going to have a lot to talk about in the coming year okay so we haven't brought up extendflex yet but if you said we're we're getting to the point where we'll have our own ExtendFlex. What does that trait package look like? What does that mean? Yep. So this means we're, we're adding that Liberty tra- trait to extend. So instead of the, the, like the three traits that we talked about with Enlist D3, now we're talking about Roundup, Liberty, and Dicamba. So we're going to have a lineup with, you know, we offer choice. Uh, a lineup that consists of both ExtendFlex as well as Enlist D3. Um, and so, and I think um, we've been having conversations that I think we will continue um, in some areas to offer Liberty Link as well. Okay, so no matter what um, disease, or weed management system growers want to go with, Golden Harvest will have that choice available for them. 
Exactly. And that's how we plan to move forward. And so it's really exciting, but it's going to be a lot for me to keep track of. Right. It'll keep you busy. And so yep. when do you expect those? Do you think next year in 2021 would be we'd be seeing those in plots and things? Or what does the timeline look like? Exactly. So we have made sure uh, we have a lot of new products, which means that they have a set amount of parent seed, of course. So we have set back a certain percentage of that parent seed to make sure we have these in plot. So yeah, you will, if you have a plot, you will be able to get to see these uh, new products in 2021 in our plot. All right, there you have it. That's our conversation with Stephanie Porter, soybean product manager with Golden Harvest. We hope you found our conversation beneficial. And if you have ideas about topics for future episodes, give me a call at 309-337-9081 or shoot us an email at heritageagseeds at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook by searching Heritage Ag Solutions. We are Heritage Ag Solutions, helping you leave a legacy that lasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next time. Take care.